the difference in quarterbacks and the elite quarterbacks who can win you football games and take you to the Super Bowl versus the, for lack of a better term, and one I can put into terms you we all understand what I mean when I say it, the game managers, even elite game managers, which I think at times we've seen Tua as an elite game manager, Dak Prescott as an elite game manager, but someone who can, if all things are right and things are working, he can throw for 400 yards, have a big game like we saw with Tua. Tua is in a precise passing offense. And as long as the weather's good, and I think that's why you're learning Miami, if they want to be this team that gets to the Super Bowl and changes their playoff fortunes now having the longest streak in the NFL of not winning a playoff game, if they want to change that, they're going to have to get home field advantage because Tua is a, a very good quarterback in that system, in that precise passing game, allowing his weapons to use their speed, getting the ball out quick, being accurate and intermittent passing. But if you're going to go into Buffalo, if you're going to go into Kansas City, and you're going to deal with winds and and cold temperatures, and you're going to need him to make big-time plays when there is dysfunction inside that offense or things hampering that precise passing game, he's not capable of doing it. And we saw quarterbacks like Josh Allen be capable of doing it. And we've seen quarterbacks like Mahomes, and we're even seeing Stroud now emerge as that franchise quarterback, as that elite, game-changing, I'll-take-you-there quarterback. Dak can go with you, and Tua can go with you. Allen, Mahomes, Stroud, and maybe even Love, although it's a little premature, but the way he played in that game and what you're seeing from him, those quarterbacks can take you there. And so we saw the no-shows, and we saw the difference in quarterbacks and how much they impact the franchise, which is why my dopey my dopey uh, ass has been screaming about the Giants drafting a quarterback forever because that's what I want, and Daniel Jones isn't it. And I just got a call before about defending Daniel Jones, and I was talking to Fliegelman. Me and Fliegelman were talking during the break. I don't know how you can watch what C.J. Stroud is doing and how he's transformed that Texans team, or you watch Love throw the football and him win that game and the way he played, or you watch Mahomes and Allen, you watch these elite quarterbacks and how they transform their teams. I don't know how you can watch them and still tell me all the tools, all the tools of Daniel Jones. I'm sick of hearing about the tools. I'm sick of hearing it's going to be year six. He's got a neck in. He's had neck surgery. He's got uh, a blown out knee. All the tools. I don't even know if the running tool is the same now. I don't know if I trust that knee. I don't know if I trust him getting hit on any significant level with a neck injury. Like, if you don't know by now, then you don't know. The answer is no. That's it. If there's no answer yet, the answer is no. If you ask a woman to marry you and it takes her six years to say yes, the answer is no. And that's where we are with Daniel Jones. We're still waiting there with the ring, waiting for his answer. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for someone else. I'm moving on, Daniel. I love you. I wanted to be with you. You refuse to commit. And I'm too much of a catch to wait for you.